Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible foods the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? Okay, loving that music. Welcome into the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jim Sears, a pediatrician, as well as my sister, a certified health coach, Hayden Sears, right there. Hello. Hi, everyone. Great. And over there in the corner, our sound man, Matt. Matthew. Hey, guys. Hey, Matt. And our brother. Yeah, right. Little also bro. that. So, <laughs> so we're here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and hopefully help you through those moments that aren't quite so joyful. It's funny, normally I have a sheet that talks, has <laughs> this all written out, I just kind of read it, but I'm doing it by memory. <laughs> so usually next I say, you can find us on the Instagrams at, um, what is it, Dr. Sears Dr. Family Sears. Pad Podcast, and then, uh, or on the Facebooks, uh, Dr. Sears Family Podcast. Or yeah. just email us at AskDrSears.com. Ask right? Find or us on AskDrSears.com. AskDrSears.com on the internet. Slash podcast. Yeah, <laughs> slash podcast. Oh, yeah, right. One of That's what it is. <laughs> AskDrSears.com slash podcast. And Matt will be the one that to get your email and he'll forward it to me. So uh, you've actually forwarded me a couple. Oh, one you forwarded me just this morning. For, it was from my lecture that I did uh, just over the weekend. I was in Reno. It was awesome. Did up went up to Reno. I, I was there just nine months ago ish, and they invited me back to speak again, which is pretty pretty cool. Normally, I don't go do a a repeat venue for several years till mm-hmm. they forget, you know, <laughs> how bad I was. No, I'm kidding. And uh, they, but they loved it, so they brought me back. But I actually stayed the whole weekend and went up to Tahoe, did some paddle boarding. It was beautiful. Aww. That sounds awesome. Um, That's really cool. Oh, but. One somebody from I'm like why am I talking about Reno? The um my in my lecture I talk about brain health and one of the I talk about neuroaerobics and I have a neuroaerobics uh workout chart that I flash up and somebody was looking for that but you can find it on my Instagram feed not my Twitter feed not <laughs> my Facebook's feed but just the Instagram so anyways so you can find it there. Is that on the podcast Instagram? No, no, or no, no. Your, your My Dr. Jim Sears Dr. Instagram. Jim yes. So anyways, <laughs> so that was a chart given to, be, given to me by my chiropractor about 20 years ago. Anyways, and I still use it. So cool. Nice. Um, so how's my voice sounding, Matt? I was going to ask how, why, why you sound like James Earl Jones or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this voice thing. It's funny. I feel fine. And I've got plenty of energy. I was spent the morning just working around the house and getting a bunch of stuff done. But um, I just, the voice, I feel, it's like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, your voice is a little just scratchy. That's how I am all day long. And I've been Hopefully. that way for like a week and a half. Too much party in Reno or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I was like that before then. So although that high dry mountain air did not yeah. help. I'll just boost the, the low EQ on, on the board here. Just to really? Hey. Boom. So I was, AM, PM, too much good stuff. <laughs> I was actually more wondering why you have a um, McDonald's cup. Why oh. did you walk in with a McDonald's what? cup? What? What do you mean? What? what you, uh, oh, the, what oh that. Cup. Oh, weird. Yo, that's right. Weird. Yeah. So that's funny. I was actually about to make coffee at home, and Jessica, my wife, called me. She said... I'm at, uh, I'm in the drive-thru at McDonald's. Do you want anything? I'm like, <laughs> what? what? Who is this? <laughs> is this a prank call? Who is this? And she's like, no, I'm in my pajamas. I didn't want to go to Starbucks because I just wanted to go in a drive-thru. So I'm, all I'm doing is getting coffee. 
And I actually, McDonald's makes really good yummy coffee. Um, I actually just, have heard that. Good. Oh yeah, it's uh, like when I fly, when I'm traveling, uh-huh. I'll grab coffee at the airport, and it's usually McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. And uh, man, just a small coffee with uh, two two creams, boom, it yeah. is good. Um, Not so, that we're endorsing going no, to McDonald's. No. Well, other than if you're going to just get coffee, coffee, I mean, yeah. why not? You know, coffee is coffee, probably. Coffee. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> or drive-through coffee is drive-through coffee. And it's funny. I, I actually, though, I checked when she got home. Oh, let me see your receipt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she was right. She only I was only getting. That's coffee. actually really smart because so, yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want coffee, but I don't want to get out of my car. Right. Right. And there's, I mean, there's some drive-throughs. Starbucks have mm-hmm. drive-throughs, but. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's not for me. So yeah, there, I got the voice thing, hmm. and uh, I've actually kind of forgotten about. It. I got. I've just gotten used to it almost. So, but I'm gonna go out and do some voiceovers. I guess <laughs> you yeah. be like the movie guy. <laughs> yeah, the movie guy in a world <laughs> filled with. Wait, do that Back again. To I'm school the in a world. <laughs> okay, what's what's more in a world what um, in a world where kids dog. are always getting sick? There's one man, a pediatrician. <laughs> Who's out there doing what he can do? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'll have to listen to that. <laughs> that sounds really funny in the headphones. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, should I put my headphones on? No. Okay. Enough of that. I'm okay. sure everybody's getting bored. Here, yes. I'll put them on again. One more time. Although my headphones are turned down. Never mind. We'll just. We'll, <laughs> I'll just go back and listen to the podcast. So I'm curious, Matt. Um, why did Hayden give you a Babies Are Made book? How Babies Are Made book. <laughs> okay. Is yeah, there something so, to announce, or you, or should we just nix it and? Oh no! Not my 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 son just turned five last week, and so he a couple times he's he's popped the question of uh, where do babies come from? What's what's uh, up with that? Okay. You know? So I I didn't I just yeah okay I he's, thought maybe you know, there was a new baby no, coming no. and need something he's, needed to explain. So. Oh yeah, just, he's, he's constantly asking for a little little baby brother so, or baby sister, but mm-hmm. that's that's not not in the cards for us at oh, this time. Oh boy, yeah. I've got seven little brothers and sisters, and believe me, <laughs> he, I don't know if he really. If we, you can take, take oh, them aside. Oh wait, that's you guys. Oh never mind. I mean, they're great. It's great having <laughs> tons of whiny, crying, wait, we're snotty, not like poopy sister, brothers and Most sisters all over the house. Next time you see Levi, just be like, Levi, don't. Levi, don't. Yeah, it's not worth it. You do not. You love being. The you know if you the more brothers and sisters ha- you have the less cool your first car will be. <laughs> you know? This is so I, true. I mean that's funny. Yeah, it's I mean, really true. My actually. first car was a beat up old Volkswagen Bug, and uh, that you shared with Bob. That right? I had to yeah. share with my <laughs> next brother, and um, I, I remember some of my younger siblings driving pretty nice cars. <laughs> Way I, nicer than I feel that. Like that was only Lauren. Maybe it was just our very youngest, <laughs> very youngest sister. One. Yeah, so, we all got okay. hand-me-down cars. Yeah, yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Hey, anyway, I got yeah. I got hand-me-down clothes, and I was the oldest guy. <laughs> At least you I weren't mean, the first girl, <laughs> right? I got hand-me-down yeah, clothes. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, we got it from cousins and and yeah. friends and stuff. So yeah, it's funny. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, so um, you know, last week. Um, Oh, did we? Do we have any comments? Uh, we have a couple comments. Okay, um, and now it's time for comments with Aiden. <laughs> so comments have, with Aiden. So we have Sarah H. She says, "Thanks, so great." And oh, this was on our back to school episode from last week um, on anxiety and all that. She says, "Thanks, so great." And then um, we have one more comment set that says, "Anxiety is so real. This is so good. Thank you." Um, 
And we had a lot of likes and a lot of shares this time. So I, I do know that a lot of people resonate with this back to school anxiety thing, and um, which is great because oh we're going to yeah. we're going to continue on and talk about more of that today. Whew. Yeah. And any more comments? No. Okay. No, that's it. And that was comments with Hayden. <laughs> All right. Cool. And yeah, send us your comments. We love the comments. We love the questions and, questions. and the follows. Um, I mean, literally, it's it's um, the con- you know the questions are the best because mm-hmm. then we know what you guys want to talk about. But um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, back to school anxiety, and you know, it's funny. Our our daughter, our, our now ninth grader, she's a young ninth grader though. She's not even fourteen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning of every year, <laughs> she's just there's this and that and problems, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it seems she's complaining that all the teachers hate her. And she's too scared to go ask them questions mm-hmm. and stuff. And and suddenly she was like, uh, you know, a week behind. You know, a week into school, she's a week behind <laughs> oh, on her no. on her math homework. And we're like, uh, what's going on? Well, I did it. I just haven't turned it in because I don't know which basket it's supposed to oh, go no. in. And I'm um I was too afraid to ask. You know, yeah. <laughs> like okay. Uh-oh. All right. So it's funny when when she was talking about that, I, I mentioned you know, and I remember being intimidated by teachers, and uh, um, but I, I kind of this this kind of alternative way of looking at it popped into my head, and I talked about that with her, with Callie. I said, you know what, um, you know, this is not it's not a pub, public school. It's a, this is a private school, and um, and so we're paying this teacher. You know, mm-hmm. it's our money, our family money, your money. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know, going to this teacher. And so they work for you. You know, you're the boss. You are the teacher's boss. They are your employee. So if they're, you know, if you're not getting something, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like if, 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 if you gave me 20 bucks to teach you about math and, mm-hmm. and halfway through the lesson you had, you know, you're just like, I don't get it. Uh, you'd, you'd want your money back. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so take, you know, just remember you are the boss, uh, as the student, um, at least at this school. And, and, yeah. But, uh, you know, she's totally entitled to go up and ask yeah, questions yeah, right. yes, and, yeah. and get right. some clarification on you, stuff. That not, might not come like... back to bite you in a couple years when she's older and more confident. Yeah, but right. we'll see about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't mean I'm, to be like yeah, right. bossing around the teacher yeah, right. or something like that. Right. Right. I'm not saying boss around the teacher, right, right. but it's just, no, you know, they are there for you. They're, well, you know, and they're actually, there to serve you. Yeah. And they want to help you, generally. We actually had that same conversation because that that is... Um, one of my kids does have that's an anxiety producer for them is they mm-hmm. it's a small little thing but they just they feel like they they should know and so they they feel like it makes them look dumb to ask and we kind of had a similar conversation um of of that yeah like that's their job their job is to answer questions they're teachers their job is to teach you and much of that job is answering questions so right. if you don't ask they're going to just answer questions that they think you have. I, right. I can imagine you don't want to be like the first kid to raise and ask mm-hmm. a question because you're afraid of feeling stupid. Right. I'm oh, the only yeah. one that doesn't Ugh. get it. But I, I think it's probably most of the time accurate to say if you don't get it, chances are a lot of the other kids don't get it too. Right. Yes. So yes. if you ask a question, everybody, everybody else... All your friends, oh, thank God. I'm thank so glad you, you asked that question. That. And then you yeah. get to be seen as a leader, right. which is really and great and in a small bad. little And then way. now the teacher, it's funny, the teacher tends to like the kids that ask the most questions. I like, did a lot of teaching. I loved it when... Right. when Students ask questions. I really, really yeah. did. And so that's... Although, it's funny. I'm, I'm now flashing, uh, you know, this is going to be, I'm going to contradict myself, but I, my phys- physics class in college, I, oh, I had done really well in physics in high school. And so I took physics in college as a as part of pre-med. 
And I, you know, the night before I would read the chapter and go through it and I was just, oh yeah, this is great. I, I understand all this. this is awesome. And then I get to class and the questions that people asked, it was so obvious they hadn't even read the chapter, oh. you know, and had not prepared. Yeah. And it was so annoying to me because it was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sitting here literally the, the people are you know, asking questions that had they read. And so it seemed like a waste of time. So I actually stopped going to class. I should have talked <laughs> to the teacher. I should sure. have said, look, to, to teach, um, you know, I'm coming and I'm acing the tests. And, um, you know, this is just an hour that I could be doing studying my mm-hmm. organic chemistry or something, something mm-hmm. that I really am struggling with. And uh, But I didn't. I just kind of didn't go to class, so he thought I didn't care. And <laughs> I didn't get that great of a grade. So, so this is so an issue uh, not yeah, just with right, younger kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> happens in college, too. So the point is, talk, you know, just encourage your kids to um, I think, be open yeah. and, and just to think of your teachers as friends and, and part of your team and... And I th- one of the you. things I really like kind of how you handled that, Jim, is if you he- you could hear your high schoolers a, a week behind and th- that can make you mad, right? Oh. That Like they'd be like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> We've only been here a week. You could have responded like that, but instead you got curious and and you found out there's like actually little, small, doable, fixable reason for that. So I really like that. And I think um, that is one of the biggest ways parents can assist children in this back to school is uh, if you see kind of frustration or anxiety, just ask some questions and um, and just and then just listen. Yeah. Sometimes I think sometimes kids just want to talk and vent so that even just asking the question and helping them work through it in their head uh, and let them verbalize it, that that's a huge part of them kind of releasing that energy because no matter what, there might not even be something to fix. There might just be some back to school anxiety that comes with something being new, a new routine mm-hmm. that comes along. So just letting them process it out loud is is <clears throat> is a really good thing for them. Yeah. Um, and then they know that you're there to listen when maybe there is something that big that you need to give them some assistance and help with. Cool, cool. Um, uh, oh, now, okay, so that's teachers. <laughs> that's <was> a <laughs> okay. lot on teachers. Um, now, friends, it's funny. Uh, mm-hmm. We've even had some uh, anxiety and drama with the friends. And um, it's funny, uh, this was, I guess, last, I don't remember, last week or the week before. Um, the, um, you're, <laughs> uh, of course, you know, our teen- teenager gets up and, uh, is suddenly on on whatever chat groups with her friends. I don't know what they use, Instagram or whatever, but um, Snapchat. But yeah. Anyways, uh, suddenly one of her, you know, she's like, I can't go to school because my best friend, who lives a half an hour away, her mom, her mom's car got towed, and so I, and she's the only friend I have in Spanish class, so I'm not going unless she's going to be there. So, uh, it, so we have to go down, drive half an hour away, pick her up. And bring her to school. Um, otherwise, yeah, she had uh, this all worked out, right? I'm like, um, uh, no. <laughs> you're, go- you're going to no. school. But point is, there was just, I mean, this whole morning of drama mm-hmm. with that. That, uh, you know, like, okay. I mean, it's funny. When when I was a kid, I there was just not, there really wasn't any communication with your friends be- until you got there. Yeah. Uh, walked to school. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'd meet on the way to school walking and uh, get to school and suddenly, okay, and then the drama would happen, but we'd be at school. You know, mm-hmm. there wasn't two hours of drama in the morning as soon as you wake up. And I think that the kids now have a whole, it's just a whole new level. Yeah, you know? It is hard when, when um, mostly for teens and tweens, they wake up and they, like the first thing they do is to grab their phone and they're probably bombarded with all the messages and snaps that came in 
when they were sleeping. And it's like, it's such a hard way to wake up. It's almost jarring, you know? What's like, a sna- you said a snap? <laughs> What's a snap? Snapchat, Jim. Oh, a snap. Snapchat. It, I guarantee. Does it make a noise? Does it make a noise like no. that? But that'd be cool. No, it's a message. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Gotcha, but it's yeah. they're bombarding. It's like getting all these, uh, and these are people that have snapped at night, and so your night energy is so different than your morning energy. So they're waking up to oh, these man, like right. things that come that people like want to put out there right before they go to sleep or venting <laughs> or whatever. And these kids are waking up to all of this emotion, and that's really jarring to your your senses, and especially if you're a sensitive person. I'm very sensitive, and so I I even try to I don't check my texts in the morning unless it's something I know that I that might be urgent or I'm waiting for or something because it's just it just scrambles my oh, yeah. mind and I can't focus and stay at peace and it's hugely anxiety producing. Oh man, it's overwhelming. And 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 you know you're talking about in the morning but these a lot of these kids are like you said they're sending them that night mm-hmm. and and that's a problem. I mean just the yeah. the bombardment and everything and uh, you know I wish every all parents could be on board with this but they're not and Mm-mm. it's frustrating but just and everybody's phone should literally should just kind of be put away at least an hour before bed mm-hmm. and uh, your life would be so much more peaceful and restful and energetic and yeah. and de-stressed and drama free if uh, just it just wasn't you yeah. know just uh, i think kids are, are people and of all ages just need that just kind of okay i'm going to be in bed i'm just going to be quiet mm-hmm. and mellow now you know um, but no, um, you know, just, it, you know, some parents may do that, <laughs> uh-huh. and but then other parents are, aren't, and so the you know the, the parents who are are villainized, villainized by their kids. Like, like but my 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 friend like sent me a message last night, and I couldn't get it, and well, you know, they, I mean, when you try to Im- Im- implement something like that, it, it's like it feels like torture to them. You're really kind of taking away their life source, their yeah. blood. So Which, it's yeah, a tricky yeah. one. <laughs> I know, I, I get it. But oh. um, you know, another thing with the back to school anxiety, we talked a bit about it last week, and and um, some of it, you know, going into hard classes, maybe new things your kids haven't learned yet, and they're stressed and they can't quite, you know, grasp what they're learning, and that's one thing, you know, to mm-hmm. to work out. But another thing, if like if work is too easy, like maybe your child is in a class and they just. It's something they already know, mm-hmm. or it comes too easy to them. And then if it's depending on what, what kind of temperament they have, that might be anxiety in and of itself, because they get bored and restless, but they still have to sit there. So even yeah. your child might, I mean, this like, is- Like my <laughs> physics class. Yeah, like your physics <laughs> it class. Was, it was literally too easy, and yeah. and because of that, I, but th- I did that would not be, succeed. But that would be actually a great, quote, problem to have, but you wouldn't necessarily know unless you really ask your child a lot of questions and really mm-hmm. kind of do some investigating, because that that also is a, is a really great fix. You don't want your child spending a year in a class where they're going to be bored and then maybe misbehaving. And so a simple conversation with a teacher to kind of help your child best use that time so that they're learning and engaged and um, kind of ease their, their mind. Or uh, maybe it's a learning style kind of mismatch thing where one of the teacher teachers is teaching in a certain way that your child just can't grasp. Like maybe mm-hmm. your your teacher is very visual and is doing a ton of visual stuff, but maybe your child is an auditory learner. Right. And that yeah. teacher for some reason just isn't isn't great at expressing and communicating. So the learning style mismatch could is a that's a it's a it's maybe a harder thing to assess, but but keep that on your radar because especially with if your child has a very strong learning style like a lot of people can kind of learn most ways, but most people have a, a preferred learning style. Some children um, have a learning style that that really 
is their main one and they really struggle with the other learning styles. So if you know that's your child, that might be a something to really explore because if they're matched with a teacher that doesn't kind of cater in that way, um, they might really struggle like mm-hmm. for the whole year. Yeah, so sure. That's oh, a sure, that's yeah. kind of more of a fringe thing to to look at, but I think it's important. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, most adults probably by then have figured out what their learning style is, mm-hmm. and but a lot of the kids in junior highers, high schoolers probably just haven't, you know, and um, um, and so maybe just take some time and you know figure that out, and because the sooner you figure it out, you you know, the more that better, the sooner you can optimize mm-hmm. how you learn. You know, it's funny we had a story. Um, you know, school, like I said, school's been in session and there's, there's our daughter's on the tennis team. And then she just added this other evening rehearsal thing for some sort of choral comedy deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our, girl, she, our I, girls and all yeah, are in, they're it in that together. Too. I still haven't it's actually fun. been able to figure out what. It's like a murder, what, dinner murder mystery. Mystery. Okay. okay. And, but it's, uh, but it's vocal. I mean, it's, um, music. Is no, it a musical? No, so it's, it's not, not a musical. musical. No, okay. that'll be next semester. So I see. So I, yeah. I was thinking this is through the vocal arts department. And so it was like the choir teacher yeah. and stuff, but oh, whatever. Okay. So anyway, so, so bottom line, there's those rehearsals that mm-hmm. go till, I don't know, six thirty or whatever. But, um, so, so the, the whole family dinner mm-hmm. has kind of gone out the window the last couple of weeks. And just a couple nights ago, we're like, I was out doing some errands. I called my wife and said, Hey, um, let's, how about, let's just, let's meet, let's meet for dinner at our, one of our favorite little diners. Mm-hmm. And um, Molly's, if you have anybody in the, oh, in yeah. the uh, South Orange County, <laughs> yep. uh, San Juan area loves Molly's. Um, but it's great breakfast. Anyways, it, it's kind of old, old style diner, but, um, Hey, let's just meet at Molly's for a quick, uh, family dinner, you know, mm-hmm. since we're, you know, we just haven't had the time. And, um, so I show up there a little early, get the table, Jessica and Callie show up and Callie was pissed because she did not want to do a family dinner because she had tons of, she was oh, like, yeah. tons of homework, blah, blah, blah. So she shows up in a bad mood. And, uh, you know, we give her the menu, you know, we'll just do a quick, it'll be quick, you know, quick dinner. She's like, I'm just not hungry. Right. You know, but within a couple of minutes, <laughs> um, she was like, we were asking about her, you know, the choir thing or the, the comedy thing and tennis. And we just, it, we really hadn't had that family meal discussion for a good week. And so, so we just kind of pushed through it. And within a few minutes, she was smiling and actually ordered some dinner and mm-hmm. we had a nice, it, you know, we ate kind of quickly and. And uh, and we were done, and they were off back home. But it was nice to at least just hey, you know, remember how important that family time is. You know, yeah. I think a, a regular family dinner really, if you don't have time for that most of the time, you got you should make some changes and mm-hmm. make sure you have a family dinner most of the time because it yeah. just allows the family to come together and talk about the day, talk about the struggles and the victories, and uh, and just kind of take some time to yeah. be a family and it, it pays huge dividends just in in all aspects of the of family's life it really does and, I, and that's something your your child might not even realize they're missing or they're struggling because of they like like kelly she didn't really know how much she needed it until she actually settled into it and gave it a few minutes and um so that's right. really great and 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 then kind of the other side of that is not over scheduling, which is really hard because there's so many amazing activities out there for for kids to do, and you want them to be able to do everything. But having them pick just kind of one or two things, um, I think, is really really great, and letting them 
do those really well. Like, you know, a sport. Yeah. I think sport I think, you know, most kids something active, like a some activity that's active, whether it's a sport or dance or something that's going to get them moving and heart pumping mm-hmm. and and that team camaraderie and and so like tennis and then the show yeah. like the plays and stuff like that that's great oh, for uh, sure. but if they have something every single day that that just adds so much stress yeah. and then and then it's hard for them to really really thrive and do well in in one or two things sure so then right. that even kind of sets up more of an anxiety because they right. don't feel like they're quite able to really shine in any mm-hmm. one area i think as long as there's a balance i i know for me i tend to be more efficient the busier i am you know, if I come home back in, especially back in school and have nothing, zero to do from three, you know, for all afternoon uh-huh. and evening, um, and all I have is my homework, I'll tend to, okay, well, I got plenty of time to do the <laughs> homework, and then suddenly it, none of it's done. Yes. You know, but if I had soccer practice and then choir practice and this and that, and, you know, oh, wow, I, gotta, I only have yeah. an hour and a half for my homework, wow, I was getting it done. And, mm-hmm. and I've, I'm kind of hoping that that's going to be the same with Callie because uh, she can... Uh, you know, I think a lot of kids, um, you know, if they have nothing to do, they just kind of sit and veg, and that's nice. You got to have that mm-hmm. time, but if that becomes all afternoon, then it's and every day. Be, every for day, sure. it suddenly becomes hard to uh, mm-hmm. to actually get anything done. I, whenever we have days like that, they they feel so nice. I look forward to them. It's like, oh, we can just kind of be at home or maybe we can go do something fun. And so I I always tell my kids, you guys get your stuff done now. Like take a few minutes, settle in, but then get it done now. And then we can just have a uh, open free night because who knows what's going to come up. Right. And it's great learning opportunity. A couple times, you know, my teenager hasn't and she's waited until n- nine o'clock to start her homework. And something, you know, we got invited to dinner and, and I had to say, you know what, we can't go out to dinner because you haven't done your homework yet. Mm. So that oh, happened right. a few nights ago and I'm hoping that will kind of be a kind of a little sh- small learning opportunity. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's funny <laughs> that suddenly... Uh, like they wish they could have gone back in time yeah. and made a better decision before. So hey, interesting. That's funny. Um, you know, so, so whenever we talk about anxiety, we always, as just as a medical doctor, I also got to look at, make sure the diet mm-hmm. is right. And um, I think we'll be talking about breakfasts as well for, mm-hmm. for uh, school, before school. But, um, but lunches, you know, just, uh, and it's funny, today is actually Callie's first tennis match. Oh, wow. And um, and they were going to leave and have lunch at the courts and uh, and so we we're like oh don't forget to pack you know an extra good lunch for your you know before your um, I was going to say performance but it, <laughs> you know perform so you yeah. can perform on the court and um, it was kind of funny um, you know I was telling her what some of the stuff my son would use before his track meets. And she's like, ooh, okay. Oh, a shake, really? I didn't think of a shake for lunch, but I'll take a shake. You mean like, the thing Not we... a milkshake, not right. a McDonald's milkshake, like but a, a like a protein shake, energy. I was going to say energy shake, but not, not. like energy drink, yeah. but a, a good source of healthy proteins in that shake. And so she went off to... Uh, so, and it's funny, you know, the school has a really nice kitchen cafeteria Mm -hmm. for lunch and a lot of kids buy their lunches but and i had kind of was thinking callie was doing that right because that's you know she who who which what kid wouldn't want to yeah my kids always begged you know and but jess she's like nope actually she i haven't given her any money yet for lunches she's been making sandwiches and packing her own lunch to go to school and i was like wow that's that's pretty good cool i was pleasantly surprised Uh that uh um, for a couple of reasons. One, 
you know, there's something about in the morning having to think ahead. Okay, mm-hmm. lunch, what, what do I want? Turkey sandwich, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so just taking the time to pack your lunch, I think, is, is just a – it's just good life preparation. It's mm-hmm. a good life skill to think ahead and, and – um, and then the opposite. Suppose you every day, you, you know, you just go to the cafeteria, pay some money and get, you know, a hamburger, a hot dog, a, um, whatever, you know, a burrito. Uh, um, that's, it's essentially restaurant food, right? Mm-hmm. And so if your child graduates from high school having eaten at a restaurant essentially every day for lunch, mm-hmm. what kind of just – yeah, life skill and 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 expectations. expectations you know, a really you know, great suddenly, mm-hmm. suddenly going out for lunch is like not a big deal. It's yeah. not a, a a nice. It's not a surprise or a special treat because they do that every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's just um, there's really no way that a, a restaurant meal is in most cases is going to be as good for mm-hmm. you as a, as a homemade uh, meal. So so it's just I think it's good to have that skill, you mm-hmm. know. And also when, I mean, kind of a small thing, but when you make a lunch ahead of time, you're make, you're choosing your food when you're not starving for lunch, right? Right. So you're in the cafeteria line and you might be like, okay, I'm going to have salads or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have kind of the, the not fast food type stuff, but then you're there oh, and you're man. starving. Starving, maybe you're stressed right. and you need some you're, comfort food yeah. and... <laughs> Oh, so that's that that also sets them up to just not make good choices or maybe your friend was just mean to you. I mean there's a lot going on and food yeah. especially at school it can somewhat be a, a drug of choice or a comfort oh, mechanism. Sure. So oh, so yeah. kind and of making fun. those decisions when you're not in that place and you're packing your lunch I think is a is also a great that sets you up for making better choices. Yeah. And it's funny when we were talking about this with my wife this morning um, she, she said, yeah, in, in her high school, she literally just, it was restaurant food every, every mm-hmm. day. They didn't have a cafeteria, but they would order, order out. In. They yeah. would bring in Mexican food or whatever. And, and so it was just this super rich comfort food every day for lunch. And it's, you know, uh, she's like, uh, even now, you know, she's 35 and, um, still kind of has to struggle, you know, to make a lunch. She's really had to learn mm-hmm. a, a lot, uh, and kind of make that more of a habit. And, and, uh, you know, most lunchtime, she still kind of craves, oh, where, where are we going to go? Yeah, where, where are we going to get lunch? Bisque. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, you're shaping your taste, you're, you're programming yeah. your brain and, and your body to, to, towards what's going to be your pattern. So that's, gotcha. and it's, it is great. I mean, I know, believe me, I, I totally get there's some mornings where it's like, oh my gosh, here, just, you guys just got to buy food today. Did sure. you go to the store? That's yep. great. I love it. But I think we're talking about a day after day after day yeah. pattern. And if when you announce that, if the kids yeah. go, yay, yeah, we get to you buy win. lunch, it's lunch day today, and they're happy, then that's, that's good. Right. You know, if they're like, okay, whatever. Whatever, yeah, I do that every day. Yeah. Then you know it's not. not and ours isn't cheap. Treat. It's not like oh, you know, I'm actually saving money. It's oh, it, yeah. ours. Our our school's not cheap to buy right. food oh, at all. I know. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. So <laughs> enough of enough of that. Uh, yeah, um, enough of that. Should we um take a quick break and then come back and we're going to talk about brainy breakfast, yes. brain boosting, healthy breakfasts. That's a good. I wait. I if I could think of another word for healthy that starts with B. Beneficial. Brain boosting beneficial breakfasts <laughs> for your family. For your for your uh, your boys. Your boys. <laughs> your boys gonna, and for your oh, and it's on this my tongue. We'll come. We'll we'll think of it when we come back. Lings. Anyways, <laughs> we're gonna talk about just how important breakfast is and some some pretty cool uh, wet recipes. 
um, and ideas, some unique uh, res- uh, ideas for your kids' breakfasts. All right, be right back. This episode of the Dr. Sears Family Podcast has been brought to you by Fruits and Veggies. Since the dawn of man, fruits and veggies have been an important part of a balanced breakfast. Some fruits and veggies are the perfect first food for your baby. Fruits and veggies can be hidden in a smoothie so, so that your kids don't even know they're consuming them. They think it's a chocolate shake. Fruits and veggies has been medically proven to reduce many types of cancer, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, COPD, diabetes, premature death, obesity, bone loss, aging, neurodegenerative diseases, and many more, including arthritis, glaucoma, macular, gener- macular degeneration, cataracts, acne, etc., etc., etc. For some, their only exposure to fruits and veggies is at halftime at their children's soccer game. Ask your doctor if fruits and veggies is right for you or anyone in your family. Warning, fruits and veggies is not for everyone, especially those with an allergy to being healthy. Side effects may include increased energy, better vision, longer life, younger looking skin, decreased risks of cancer, less sinus infections, faster muscle recovery after vigorous exercise, improved blood flow to vital parts of the body, including your brain, heart, head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Consistent bowel movements, increased libido. What's a libido? Uh, nothing. Never mind. Better memory, attention, and immune function. Fruits and veggies is available pretty much anywhere, even in your own backyard. Best health effects are when fruits and veggies are consumed as nine to thirteen servings a day. Be sure to talk to your doctor before starting fruits and veggies, or just eat a bunch of them anyway, without asking. They're good. <laughs> Yes, fruit and veggies. Yes, for definitely sure. good for you. Mm-hmm. It's funny with my voice uh, at the when I had done my talk, um, somebody came up to me who is a does um, she was something voice. She was a professional voice something. I think mm-hmm. I can't remember singer, but she's like cherry juice, hundred percent cherry juice. Huh. Drink some of that. Interesting. So um, I really should have listened because <laughs> I might be better by now. So I might on my way home from the studio. Some uh, get some 100% cherry juice. It's kind of fun tart. though. I it's like tart. it though. It's really tart. tart. Unless you kind of get the nah. sugar out of like, stuff. It's tart. I'm getting the tart already. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey, I, it's cherries, super high in antioxidants mm-hmm. and uh, anti-inflammatory. So I'm sure yeah, so that makes it's sense. good for you. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, so kids are trying to get off to school and um, got to get them a, bra- a mm-hmm. good breakfast. Yes. I mean, it's one of just the... Just so, so important. We had back to school night a couple nights ago, um, and my seventh grader, her junior high math teacher, Mr. Prouty, mm. who he's like kind of oh, famous yeah. at the school. Yep. He's like the hardest teacher, but it, but people love him. He's just that guy. He's the teacher that your kids will talk about when they're oh, yeah. adults. Be like, funny. Mr. Our daughter Prouty. was like at first. She's like, I don't like, I don't, I hate my math teacher. Uh-huh. And I was like, I've met him. I guarantee he will be your, your favorite, favorite teacher, teacher by the end of the year. Yeah, he's so great. And but, I was right. Um, so he had like six minutes to talk to the parents and I was kind of expecting a rundown of what they're going to learn and this and that. And you know what? He didn't, he's like, he handed us a packet. He said, here's all the information you need to know. He spent, and then he spent five minutes giving the parents a pep talk on how we could help our kids, um, succeed in his class in school. Mm -hmm. And he was like, their attitude on the way to class, you know, like different things. And one of the, and then he said, please have your kids eat breakfast. And 
please have it not just be a bunch of carbs. He's like, it, they need some protein and healthy fat. And I'm like, I'm just looking at this guy with this huge smile yeah. on my face. Like, <laughs> I was oh, like, you want to run up and hug him. <laughs> I did. I definitely gave him a shout out, a few boohoos here and there. And, you know, all, I think it was really great for all the parents to hear because, um, you know, they know this. This is not new information. I think at this point, every parent knows how important it is. But to hear the math teacher take, you know, the the, the five minutes he has to really hone in on that, uh, that spoke to me. Because this is my job. You know, health and nutrition are my job. So, of course, I'm going to touch on that. That's going to be my main point. But for him, that was one of his main points. And it was so um, validating, I think. So, yeah. And it's first period. He has my daughter first oh, period. Man. So um, I'm hoping that he... Like, because he was speaking to all the parents in the class. So I'm like, oh, good. Maybe everybody's on board and everybody's going to do it. And he said, you know what? Even if they have to kind of walk in with a, a protein bar that's a good quality one or right. a shake. And he, he touched on some of the things that I always say. So I'm like, huh. I yeah. like this Well, that's guy. cool. It's funny. That it just, I, I should be taking notes because I, I want to talk about this and that and that. And uh-huh. that. But protein bars uh, or just bars, energy mm-hmm. bars in general, you know, it's there's some great ones and there's mm-hmm. some ones that are just essentially might as well be a Snickers bar. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you really got to look at, get ones that have a good amount of fat and a good amount of protein in there mm-hmm. and just lower on the carbs. Um, and, and then make sure it doesn't have fake carbs or, or, or fake sugar sugars. alcohols or, mm-hmm. you know, fake sugars in there. So, yeah, and you know. and honestly, for the good, better quality bars, you're gonna be paying more. So that's yep. that's usually that's one indication. Yeah. If if you're buying some cheap bars, that's I mean that's maybe your first clue to look very closely at the ingredients. Yeah, I'm not across the board, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, I pay about two bucks for each of my bars. It, right. I, I try to find them on sale and all that, but it's it's their breakfast. If I'm thinking, okay, it's this a is meal. a meal. Right. It's a meal. Right. So $2, two bucks, is not that much. is not a bad thing. Right. <laughs> um, you know, but if you're buying a whole box of them for $5, eh, eh. probably not it's very... It's probably a glorified Snickers right. bar, yes. for sure. Um, um, but even like, even if it's just a piece of fruit, like a banana, you know, I know you're not going to get that, that protein in that those car uh, those carbs but if your kids okay so this is i'm not contradicting myself but it might sound like it mm-hmm. i'm saying this cuz one of my daughters has a very very sensitive stomach and she just really can tolerate very little and so i tried to push it for many years or for uh, for for a long time because i know what her you know i know what she needs but eventually i had to just trust her to listen to her body and really the most of the time in the morning, she can only tolerate very light things like like a, like a, a small piece of fruit and or maybe some tea with some honey in it, like good quality honey. So for some reason, on her stomach, she just wants something very light, and she doesn't want the fat and the car or the protein. Um, but we also have a policy that she has a bag of nuts or like a, a, a healthy bar that she'll have kind of after her first period. So we've kind of worked together to find out for her what is going to work. Um, so that's kind of a little aside, mm-hmm. uh, but some sort of calories for her. She for some reason that she loves the, the lemon tea with the honey in it, and, oh, yeah. and that gives her some some great carbs. Go. At least it's some mm. calories, but it just soothes her stomach, and that's what she needs. Well, that's good. Let's maybe talk about what not to do. Okay, uh, which is what most kids do. They just kind of either run out the door and grab whatever their hand happens to hit, mm-hmm. pop tart or whatever, you know, and. Uh, um, or just a, just a sugary cereal, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, I, I raised my kids to not really think that breakfast had to be sweet, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but most kids, unfortunately, they've just 
from a young age, oh, you know, oh yeah, we have our sandwiches and our meats at dinner and lunch, but breakfast, oh no, that's cereal and yeah. sweet and oh, let's just dump the, 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 the pancakes and waffles with syrup and all that. And uh, um, it's funny, my kids um, actually grew up thinking uh, they didn't really know about syrup. Um, they just thought you were supposed to put peanut butter on a on a uh-huh. on a pancake yeah, and stuff. Great. And but, anyways, um, so I mean, you send your child off to um, after a, just a, a, a huge amount of sim- simple carbs, high sugar breakfast. Yeah, they're going to have a little bit of energy for or a lot of energy for about an hour, and then they crash. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the blood sh- the the sugar's gone; it gets used up, and then. The body uh, starts to release certain hormones, adrenaline, and and things like that to try to keep the its own blood sugar high enough to pay attention, and so that's when they get jittery and anxious and and agitated and just it's it's and then so maybe they and then the craving the body starts mm-hmm. craving more uh, sugar. So okay, so they get their snack, which was maybe uh, goldfish uh, crackers, yeah. you know, just plain carbs yeah. or Snickers bar or something, and so boom, they get another spike in blood sugar and so you get this roller coaster up and down and up and down and first off that's terrible for your growth it's terrible for your home hormones it's terrible for uh your immune system mm-hmm. it's terrible for your heart and your liver uh it's you pretty much name name an organ and it's ter- it's terrible for that mm-hmm. it's terrible for their skin even yeah. and, and, and um, sometimes that's where you can get the teenagers a little bit is like yeah. you know hey. what you put in your body is mostly going to come out your uh, on your face and mm-hmm. your your skin and all that right so, side note yeah, that's. I guess the one good thing about having a pimple or two is <laughs> right. like it's it's a, a good incentive to try to eat well. But um, so just doing that roller coaster, getting your kids off that carb uh, spike, insulin sugar, spike, yeah. um, roller coaster is one of the best things you can do. Mm-hmm. So and they might not even realize how good it will feel until they're oh, yeah. off of it. Oh, I remember being there, just mm-hmm. like okay, mid morning, I started, uh, you know, craving a donut or whatever. So you get the donut and then you feel good and and. Um, but when I stopped doing that and, you know, I get mid morning, I'm, we're mid morning right now. Um, my stomach is pretty darn empty, mm-hmm. but I'm full of energy. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, yeah, I could eat something, but I'm not craving. I don't yeah. have cravings. And, uh, just cause that, that, uh, I've got some sustainable energy in my, in my system, which was from, uh, overnight oats. I made overnight uh-huh. oats with uh, steel cut, steel cut oatmeal. I'm kind of mm-hmm. over the flat rolled oats mm-hmm. now. But last night when I was making my steel, my uh, overnight oats, um, I, I was, I normally try to put blueberries in there, but we were out of them. So I kind of looked in the pantry to see what spices I thought, oh, I'll put some cinnamon in there. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, but then I, before I saw the cinnamon, I saw my little nutmeg uh, Ooh, grinder. Uh, grinder. And normally I, we have that there for eggnog and painkillers, right? The, the, uh, the cocktail, oh, the, the Caribbean cocktail. cocktails. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's the only reason we have nutmeg in the house. Um, and it had not been used. I think it sat there since last, uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas yeah. but, um, so I'm like, Ooh, nutmeg mm. in my oatmeal. So I kind of sh- sh- did a little couple uh-huh. twists of it. Actually put quite a bit in there. And this morning, Oh man, it was so good. Next, you should use the eggnog for the liquid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, that would be so good. Maybe some <laughs> organic eggnog. Yeah. Uh, oh, that would be... I know. I bet that'd be pretty rich. So uh, baking and cooking is kind of a huge thing um, for my kids' age group. I think they watch cooking shows and, you know, they, they get all these ads for quick cooking hacks. And so one of my daughters loves to just throw together things and she's doing it all the time in the kitchen. And so what you just said about the overnight oatmeal, I think is great for breakfast. 
have your kids prepare their breakfast ahead of time so yeah. they can grab and go, like the overnight oatmeal or mm-hmm. or just prepping something that is um, that they've done that they can right. grab and go. And it it can actually even kind of get them excited about waking up in the morning. Right. I know, I know yeah. if, I've, if I've prepped it, I'm like, ooh, that, that oh, no, the that's how I was, meal. Man. That's yeah, how I was this morning. It makes me excited. But it's kind of like how you were, what you are saying earlier about lunch. You know, if they prep it the night before when they're not hungry, when not they're not grumpy. Mm-hmm. When you're hungry and grumpy, you're very likely to just grab yeah. a box of something. Or if you're tired, you don't you're want right. to prepare you're, something. Right. But if something's that. kind of all ready to go and, and uh, then it just makes it so much easier, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the, essentially to, to, to have a breakfast be good, if it's just to have some protein in it, mm-hmm. you know, if all you did is like made sure your meal had protein, then that's going to, you're going to be a long way towards a, a pretty darn good breakfast. Yeah. You Cause know? usually protein comes with some good fat and stuff like that. Right. Um, you know, you know a couple even, of, even as leftovers, you know, yeah, and, and that's spaghetti. There's actually <laughs> like spaghetti and meatballs in our fridge right yeah. now. And I, I looked at him like, hey, there's protein, some carbs, and uh-huh. uh, some tomatoes. And hey, right, why it's not? perfect. You know? So I didn't like breakfast food growing up. I, I, it's, it just, I didn't like it. And so I often had leftovers. Mom kind of realized that. And I mean, she was thrilled because score, you know, like some, first hey. of all, somebody's eating the food that's <laughs> leftover and right. she doesn't have to prepare it. So that's something I did a lot when I was little. So I think that's a mm. great idea. And then... Um, you know, we, we talk a ton about smoothies. We don't have to talk about that for a long time, but smoothies is, I mean, that's one way my kids get to school with breakfast on time is I make a quick picture of picture of smoothies that has, you know, a handful of spinach, some frozen berries, frozen banana. I use, um, the juice plus complete protein powder in there. Um, some flax seeds, actually some cinnamon sometimes, you know, flavor in there, but it's, it's so good in in and of itself. And the juice plus complete protein is so yummy that it just, everybody loves it. I put it into Coke containers and we mostly eat our breakfast in the car. So that's like, that's kind of, I would say four, at least four times a week is smoothies. Um, And, you know, my kids for the most part love it. Uh, And actually when it's a really hot day, well, in the morning, it's not usually hot, but I'll do like leftovers in um, popsicle molds. And the other other morning um, I was like running super, super late. And so I just grabbed the popsicles, (laughs) we had popsicles on the way to school, but they were smoothie popsicles. So same Mm -hmm. thing, but it, it kind of gave us a little chuckle, which was nice. You mentioned (laughs) running late. Mm -hmm. And um, I think just a, a good concept that's important for parents, um, um, man, just wake up a little bit earlier. Yeah. You know, just a, a half hour uh, makes a, such a huge difference in terms of your prep and having having a good breakfast. You know, and not having to just run out and just oh, we'll just hit the drive through or just oh, just you know heat up a whatever. And and um, you know, if you can just have some time and it allows your kids to just sit at the table uh, and be mellow or, or or get some exercise. You know, mm-hmm. our our son. He had he when he was in early grade school he was really having a hard time reading mm-hmm. learning how to read mm-hmm. and um, and really falling behind and and so we one of the things that we helped him we got a trampoline and uh, got him some just while we would make breakfast he would be out there jumping for fifteen minutes. And uh, the teachers actually had thought we had put him on medication. Oh, wow. You know, literally, like, what have you done with Jonathan? He, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's doing so much better. And, well, we got, you know, he's, he's getting some exercise. So just uh, so having the time, you know, wake up just a little bit earlier, get the kids, you know, walk, whether it's walking the dog, going around the block, or, or jumping, jumping rope in the backyard, jumping a trampoline, some sort of exercise. Mm-hmm. 
um, can make a huge, massive difference, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yep. Casseroles, breakfast casseroles are a great thing Ooh, because yeah. you can, you know, spend an evening, uh, just an hour making this huge 9 by 13 or two 9 by 13 mm-hmm. things with some scrambled eggs, maybe some shredded potatoes and some cheese and some diced onions diced, and peppers. Yeah, some and sort of things like that. Yeah. And uh, turkey. Uh, Turkey, yeah. Ground turkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that sounds, sounds pretty good. good. You know, ooh, we had leftover taco meat once, and uh-huh. I added that to a breakfast casserole. Oh man, uh-huh. it was so good. Yeah, you put some cheese but, uh, on top of that. Kids will oh, go yeah. nuts. But now, over now that. you've got, and the kids can just kind of cut a, a square out of mm-hmm. it and heat it up, or eat it cold. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's and now you got breakfast for three three days out of the week. You know, mm-hmm. so, anyways, um, what anything else? I don't think so. I, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I think. Ooh, um, what, what about yeah. hard boiled egg? Oh, so most of the time we have hard boiled eggs in our fridge. Just I just kind of ready to go. They just kind of right keep yeah. there. You have to be careful not to get them mixed up with the other eggs, but they're just, you know, they're just so easy. They're like the perfect. They're what, like eighty calories? They have handful of protein, handful of fat. fat. They're just so yeah. so good. They're portable. You know, they'll they get outside of the refrigerator for a few hours. Um, send a little salt with it. I just think they're so quick and easy. Yeah, you know, we we like to do hard boiled eggs a lot, and uh, Levi likes to draw on them. Oh yeah, to just kind of decorate them, and it helps us know which ones are boiled. <laughs> it? it has oh. little faces on them or something, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it makes it fun for him. And he, you know, with little little kids, if you can make it fun, they're way more likely to eat it. Yeah, for sure. So that's an easy way to do it. Just Whoa. What? Whoa, guys. So I was <laughs> I went to Google to I just want to double check if it's 80 calories. So uh-huh. I just put calorie of and it knew we were talking about eggs. Oh, that's the iPad creepy. knew where it says the top I didn't even put it type in egg, but it, 72 calories per for a large egg. Nice. But anyway, so yeah, we were right about 80. Yeah. Um so I, I did I interrupt you? Sorry, <laughs> I, I was, I was I blew, my blew no, my mind. But sometimes I'll write little notes on the egg if yeah. I if I pack them for my oh, kids. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's you fun. can um you should teach Levi how to tell, how to distinguish a, a boiled spin egg it. versus a raw egg yeah. and boil it. I, I mean, roll it, you know, oh, twist you it. Twist it. So spin, you spin it. it. Spin it. Yeah. And they, so. they spin differently oh, okay. if it's yeah. boiled. Uh, if it's filled with liquid, it oh, won't yeah. really spin. It'll just stop. It'll kind of wobble. One, it'll the, wobble, but the, the hard boil will just keep oh. spinning like a top. Science. But, um, but the reason I was looking up for calories, um, you know, just you can do this experiment. And I've done it a ton of times. Eat one egg, 80 calories, or just say 70, just for the math, yeah. 75 calories worth of egg um, or 70, whatever, uh, versus two Oreos. An Oreo cookie has about 35 calories mm-hmm. in it. So two Oreos versus one egg, about the same calories. Mm-hmm. Um, eat the one egg, walk away, and uh, you will be so satisfied and not hungry and p- feeling pretty darn good. Eat two Oreos. And I guarantee within a minute or two, you are going to want more. You're going to be craving more. Mm-hmm. You're going to be even more hungry than you were before the two Oreos. Mm-hmm. So you end up eating three or four more. and uh, Then you've eaten a meal worth of calories oh, no. and they're just Oreos. That's right. It is just terrible fats, <laughs> yeah. no protein, simple carbs. And, uh, it, you know, so which is great. To, like you said, Matt, you just have hard-boiled eggs or you said, both of you said, um, hard-bo- have, just have hard-boiled eggs in the fridge ready to go. Mm-hmm. That way you're, when you're grumpy and you're hungry and craving and if, if that's right there and you can just get it and uh, instead of the Oreos, hopefully there's, there's not Oreos in your, <laughs> in your pantry. 
But uh, that's a, a uh, you know, I've I've done that many times, done that uh, experiment, mm-hmm. and uh, um, it just never fails. Yeah. The egg is so much more satisfying. Now, one one thing I wanted to mention, Jim, you mentioned a few minutes ago about peanut butter on mm-hmm. on the waffles and pancakes. Uh, we recently made the switch to not buying peanut butter anymore, but switching mm-hmm. to almond butter. Yes. Yes, and nut butters. It, it's, yep. uh, oh, yeah. Wait. I mean, Levi doesn't know the difference. He eats it just the same. He likes it. And it's mm-hmm. it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more healthy, a mm-hmm. oh, little yeah. less carbs, higher in the good healthy fats, healthy and, fats. and proteins. And there's, um, it's funny, when I said the peanut butter, I just say it out of a habit. Yeah, it's I, kind of like a, a genre. Of, yeah, I, I, I'm really talking about a nut, nut butter, butter, sunflower butter, or almond butter. But um, the peanuts... Um, it's actually uh, not a nut, right? It's a legume. Yeah, it's, it's, a legume. It's, a good, it's, it's not funny. a nut. It's, yeah, it's t- a different, a very different thing yeah. than a tree nut. But um, the uh, there's a lot of the peanuts have a, a, a mold or a, a, a aflatoxin, a mold toxin that that kind of grows in the peanut, and mm-hmm. um, it's just really not good for you. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you do buy peanuts, if you look for the Valencia peanut variety mm-hmm. that has less of that or maybe right. none of that, but that is a little bit more expensive, not quite as easy to find. But yeah, definitely go for the organic Valencia peanut. <clears throat> peanut butter yeah. if you're going to do that. But yeah. yeah, almond butter. We love cashew butter. That's kind of a newer ah, thing. Okay. Love cashew butter, sesame I'll, um, seed butter. I'll actually add a nut butter to my smoothie mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, totally. um, oh, that's funny. I, I don't call them smoothies. I don't know what it is. I like just calling them a shake. A shake. Yeah. It sounds me, cooler. It sounds cool. It's a shake. You know, <laughs> it's a shake. It's smoothies, like, I don't know. It's kind know. of a silly it's, word. It's kind of like a... <laughs> You know, it's like kombucha or <laughs> acai bowl. It's, eh, you know, maybe a little on the Not too hippie cool. side, you know. <laughs> hey, man, have a smoothie, dude. But, um... Uh, not like that, that I'm bashing on kombucha. I know it's good for you. I just, uh, for some reason, I can't. Oh, that's another thing. Just hasn't. My, da- my daughter's like is kombucha on the way to school. Oh, really? When, yeah, yeah, when they just kind of feel like they can't handle too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's cool. good probiotics. Yeah, great probiotics. Yeah, so. I know. Right. And some so, health, you know, a little bit of sugars. So, but, um, oh, but just I like adding the, the nut butter to my smooth. Mm-hmm. My shake, shake. <laughs> to um, to uh, just add some calories, you know, to add some uh, a little extra protein and extra calories to if I need to. Yeah, so. we do a couple times a week for Levi's. Most of his breakfast is just uh, apple slices with almond butter, mm-hmm. and it's a oh, yeah. decent. I mean, and if you have one of those little apple slicers, the little oh, it takes like thing, two seconds, mm-hmm. literally yeah. two seconds. Boom! It's cored and sliced, and then uh, just dip it in a little. Yeah, in yeah. The, in the, uh, I mean, like f- the fruit and nut combination oh, is just—it's genius. I mean, yep. <laughs> it's genius. It's—it's it's really everything you need for a meal or a snack. So I oh. keep a, a, a little container of mixed nuts in my car. It, that's just so when my kids, whether it's on the way to school, they didn't, we didn't get something or after school when they're really hungry, that's their choice. Yeah. They know we're not going to drive through. They know that. So mm-hmm. that's their choice. It's fruit mixed and nuts. nuts. Oh, I like love mixed my nuts, favorite man. Pairing. Do you, do you buy the salted ones or the unsalted? I buy or? the roasted salted oh, okay. and, and it's now, lightly salted. Gotcha. And sometimes I mix them together. Yeah. 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 That's what uh, I do. Yeah. I buy a package like a of, the, of the raw or just the roasted not, not salted, salted, but then I, or maybe two of those to one of the salted packs mm-hmm. and mix them all in one big container. And, and it, to me, it's just, it's, it's pretty yeah. darn fine. It's, yep. uh, it's, it's a little bit salty, but not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, wow. That's yeah. a, I'm, hungry. I'm hungry. I am really hungry <laughs> now. <laughs> so, um, cool. The, uh, any other breakfast, if you guys have cool breakfast ideas, I know we have a lot, really a lot of smart parents out there yeah we do and we um, learn so much from yes. you guys we love hearing what you guys do 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, comment, send us your, your favorite breakfast recipes you know, or suggestions, and I, we'll read them. On, we'll read them. I had written a note on here, the sugar number. and Let me just talk a little yeah, bit yeah. about cereal. I know we, we kind of just said, hey, don't eat cereal. But, you know, uh, kids are going to want cereal. And mm-hmm. so we actually, when our kids were young, we let them pick a cereal, but the servings of the amount of sugar per serving had to be below a certain number, right? Mm-hmm. We call it the yeah. sugar number. Yeah, sometimes, we do that same thing. Sometimes we use five, sometimes we use the number eight. And it's, you know, most of just the bad cereals are above that. So, you know, generally if you pick one that's under five or even eight, um, chances are that cereal is going to have little fats, little proteins in it, uh, and it's going to be a healthier cereal. So we just, uh, I let my kids, yeah, go go pick any cereal you want as long as the sugar number is five or lower. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyway, so all right. Well, hey, that was fun. I, I'm, was fun. I'm hungry. Let's literally go out, and I'm going to make a shake. <laughs> I think. But um, actually, after this, I'm going to go pick up our daughter and take her to her first tennis match. It's funny. Yeah. The the uh, we were like, how are how are the kids getting to how are the kids how are the students getting to their tennis match? Well, I'm sure the coach is is taking them. You know, mm-hmm. the school van take them to the yeah. tennis match, and then literally it's bedtime last night, and Callie's like, oh no, I volunteered. <laughs> Uh, you, um, oh, I, she told mom, I volunteered mom to take us to the tennis match. And, and but Jessica had an appointment. She's like, so Jim, uh, you need to end the podcast early uh, so you can go take the, the, uh, the team to the tennis match. So, You're a good guy, Jim. Yeah. So anyways, cool. All right. Well, this has been fun. Is there any uh, yeah. mom? On? Yeah. Okay. And now it's time for, is it mom to mom moments? Mother moments. Mom What's mom. the name? Mom Is it mom, mom mothering moment? Yeah. A mom to mom moment with Hayden. <laughs> so probably by now everybody's navigated back to school and some maybe for some of us it's been amazing and wonderful and maybe for some of us it's been hard. Either way, I would just love for all of all the parents listening out there to take a few moments and really really appreciate yourself for what you've how you've served your children, how you've helped them get ready and help them work through all these things. Um, that you're interested in helping them succeed and be the healthiest possible. So just really take a moment to, to feel deep appreciation for yourself and tell yourself thank you for the type of parent you are and for being there for your child. And if you're able to take, a, take it a step further, do something very kind for yourself. Um, schedule a massage or a lunch date with somebody or just, just something that you can um, do for yourself to serve yourself and as a way to celebrate the parent that you are and uh, for all that you are for your children. Cool. That's a good one. I'm going to celebrate yes. that good. and uh, maybe plan a lunch date after I drop off the kids to the <laughs> tennis thing. They, while they're eating lunch, I'm going to go maybe have lunch date yeah. with my wifey. So cool, cool. Well, that music means that we're at the end of this episode thank you so much for tuning in we really 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 super appreciate it don't forget to send us comments on uh the dr sears family podcast on instagram facebooks and uh or on the interwebs ask drsears.com slash podcast for Soundman matt and health coach hayden i'm your host dr jim sears and we will see you next time Bye.